Welcome to the Brand Ambassadors, your wide-angle look at the field of PR and what it means for your company. Your host is Merritt Hamilton Allen with co-host Gary Potterfield. Every firm has a compelling narrative that sets them apart from the crowd. In your company, you can use your own background and storytelling to your advantage as well as that of your business. Now, here are your hosts, Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield. Good morning and welcome to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen, joined by Gary Potterfield, for once talking to you live on my, uh, from my perspective from National Harbor. Hey, Gary. Hey. It's kind of nice seeing you. Yeah, well, I had to wear clothes this morning because uh. <laughs> you were in studio. I had, someone's coming in studio. Whenever that happens, of course, I have the windows wide open. Not that wide open, but... Anyway. Yeah, anyway, uh, so, you know, give us a call yeah. or send us an email, brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com, if you think Gary should wear pants yes. for the podcast. <laughs> uh, one time, uh, anecdotally, um, oh, no. forever ago uh, in, in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, so we do the newscast, right? We have, This is before, uh, this, isn't, this isn't before uh, Sputnik or anything like that, but it was before we were doing a lot of satellite stuff. Um, and um, so on the weekends, it was a skeleton crew. It was just the news anchor and, and an engineer. And so what we would do, and back then we were doing, uh, even though this was the Navy, we were doing our newscasts in civvies. And so, uh, but on the weekend, so what I would do, I'd come in on the weekend because it was, it was, I'd come in in shorts and, uh, you know, cut off shorts and, and I'd put on the, like the, the, up, the jacket and the, and, and the tie and, and shirt. Well, anyway, I'm <clears throat> sitting there uh, as the news open comes on the music and everything and i look down and i realize that i never mic'd myself i had no microphone <laughs> so i have to stand up with the camera on me showing me in cutoffs as i as i mic myself so anyway anyway that was my anecdote you were, so you missed me you weren't here last week guess what what uh so i managed to i managed to bs for the entire first segment alone just me monologuing it through. What did you talk about? Oh, I it was know? golly! Wanna... It was just oof, riveting. I think Aaron fell asleep and forgot to switch us. No, I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, and then we had our old friend. Uh, I had our old friend Troy Miller on because now everybody's writing a novel. Troy wrote a novel. Right. Have and, you Have you bought it yet? Well, he hasn't. No, it's not out yet. Oh. It's not out yet. But he he he's going after the uh, young adult uh, science fiction market, and he has this, and he's using a um, and he's using a. Um, a uh, pen name, E.J. Dales. He and we talked about how he came up with his own pen name. So we got James Slater, our former and he's colleague. He's writing old adult science fiction. Right, right, <laughs> right. Oh my goodness! But anyway, so uh, but it was, uh, yeah. I was, I, I kind of did it just on a lark to say, I wonder if I can pull this off. But I told, I told Aaron, I said, just have 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 uh, Troy ready in case mm-hmm. I'm failing. But I managed to BS my way through the entire first segment. Cool. So next time you miss, I'm going to try to BS my way through two entire segments. Nice. And then you'll get the letter from uh, Voice America saying, thanks for participating, Merritt. <laughs> thanks for your interest in Voice <laughs> well, America. Goodbye. <laughs> but good to have you back. Oh, it's good to be back. And, um, you know, how, where did, why, how are we in February? How are we a week into February mm-hmm. already? My, and, it, and it, boy, and because it's February, blink and it'll be March. I know we got um, a, a three-day weekend plus a short month, and it's not even a leap year. No, I know this. I talk, that's one of the things I talked about last week. I talked about leap year and leap second. 
Oh. And and how tw- and how February came to be. Wow. Do you know how February came no. to be? No. Oh, so we're going to be rewind. No, it's a, it's a long story. Does it, does, does this have anything to do with sneezing? No, no, it doesn't. But uh, there are, there are there used to be 10 months in the year and they just wouldn't care about their the, the, the Romans and the Greeks they go, uh, let's just let's let's start the calendar up again once spring comes." <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, they figured, ah, the heck with it. We got to throw another month in there too, and they just said, and they had to like squeeze it. It's like well, this doesn't fit. All right, well, just cut off, cut off a few damn days. My thought would be like to have the. I was my I had this and, idea. And is that how we got to the Julian calendar? Uh, yeah, the Gregor that we we had the Gregorian. It was the Gregorian calendar. So First. Yeah. Was, the, it, was it Pope Gregory again? Yeah, he's, he's doing it so, all, so baby. The, so the calendar, the sneeze. No, this was in pre, this was like, uh, this was uh, in seven, 700 uh, yeah, BC or BCE. Mm-hmm. And running how, how politically correct you are about what you call that. Um, but no, anyway, so yeah, uh, that was, where was my mind going with that? I have no idea, Mary. You're, you're explaining to me how you, you filled time. Um, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, I talked about what we're doing right now. I, I talked, well, who cares? Come on, it's fun. Uh, <laughs> and everyone else can suffer through our fun. Uh, yeah. So. Well, I, I, but, you know, one thing, I don't think we've done as much training in a week as we've done this week. No, and, and it's fun. Yeah, it, it really is. And Although um, you were nervous. You said you were nervous. Oh, told, I was even, sick. You yes. told everybody, yeah, not because of, I don't think, not because we didn't have this, but it just, you know, it's it, it's a lot riding on it. You, right. And we're, we're training people to be more confident spokespeople. And so we have our trainees come in and talk about um, their very varying degrees of distaste for public speaking. You shared your story mm. about... Um, uh, getting into this to really conquer the fear because you wanted to do it. Right. And I'm just anxious. And so, yeah, I had nightmares in our training room all weekend. Yeah. Well, you see, and that's... Uh, Where I also, in one, I was not wearing pants. That's my worst nightmare. <laughs> well, uh, and you're not wearing pants now either, but I just thought we'd bring it out to everybody. Good point. But, Good but, point. The, but uh, that has nothing to do with anything. Um, yeah, but see, that's it. Is interesting how people and people wouldn't expect that of you that you'd be freaking out. You know, that's mm-hmm. a thing. That's a private thing. But you shared mm-hmm. it with them. It's important to do that. It's just, and it is interesting when we have these folks come in and these are senior people, mm-hmm. um, and they uh, you know let their hair down. They tell you what's really going on in their lives, and you realize. Then and then you can all kind of, kind of relate to each other because you say, okay, they're people too. They're, you know, they. And that's how you get authenticity. And I think this has become so important with all the information that we were being bombarded with, um, particularly uh, in government communications, being able to be authentic and relatable, even if you're dealing with a fairly complex subject, it's going to make you more understandable and relatable, and it will get your complicated message across better. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and it's, uh, it is always a joy to watch um, when... You're, when we are able to talk with folks and they have, you can see the light bulb turn on and they can, and, uh, or even if it doesn't necessarily turn on, you know how we go through we, we, and they, and that one exercise we do where they, we have them give a five minute uh, uh, speech or presentation, whatever they, we want to call it. And then they do it again. And the second time is just dramatically better than the first mm-hmm. when they realize, oh yeah, okay, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really rewarding. So yeah, we, and we got this, uh, but it's not going to slow down, is it? We got this thing. Uh, we we got this thing going on. Fifteen weeks of training through June, yeah. If that's yeah. Yeah, so. we're, somewhere we're going to have to cram a master class or two in there because 
you know, this is just for a single client. I know we have a lot of other organizations who want to come in and schedule training. So yeah. that's a challenge yeah. too. Yeah, this is uh, one of those. This is one of those good problems to have um, that we're trying to figure out. Uh, you know, what do we do next? How do we get there from here? Uh, you know, how do we get it all done? Um, and it's um, and you know what the it, we spend a lot of time in business development. We spend a lot of time in trying to market ourselves uh, in, in personal ways. But there's nothing better than than word of mouth by clients. Mm-hmm. That's the best. You know, you do a good job. And uh, the word spreads, and and when they you know um, uh, unprompted say, well, I got to tell so and so about this, mm-hmm. you know, that's uh, just uh, just think about the just think about the labor labor savings of <laughs> saying, right, they're doing it, you're doing it for me, okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, uh, so. Uh, but I, I think it relates back to the um, our client this week is um, they're they are all working in software and business system acquisition, which is very complicated and uh, really becoming more and more urgent as technology uh, is getting fa- better by leaps and bounds, trying to keep pace, uh, keep pace with that is there's a very, I think there's a very clear understanding from this whole organization that if we can build relationships with other organizations, it will be so much easier to get these processes um, streamlined. Right. Because sure, there's a process, and if you never have a conversation, you can go step A, step B, step C, and you'll probably get through all your wickets. But if you have conversations and can uh, accomplish steps A through C in one hour phone call, you're gonna get you're gonna get that good product uh, uh, to your client that much faster. Right. I find it interesting that uh, I mean there that uh, I think there's an assumption that. Um, organizations have it really uh, down pat in terms of uh, a process of, of bringing people along in their careers and getting them where they need to be. And it doesn't necessarily, ha- I think some are better than others, but I mean, the point is um, there's there, there are gaps, I think. Obviously, that's one of the reasons we do what we do, but there are gaps in in uh, development and training for folks to, to get to that next level. So so it's, it's really, think about if the folks we are training, if they if they had this confidence and ability twenty years ago in their careers, where would they be today? Mm-hmm. You know, they're uh, now these folks have made it. They, I mean, they're 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 quite up there. They're doing well. But uh, I'm just thinking this now is I, I wonder if there's a way, <clears throat> or, or how would we sell to a junior person, somebody who's maybe only five years into their career? Y- you need this. Mm-hmm. You need executive brand training or flunky brand training because you're not an right. executive. Right. You, you need it because if you have <clears throat> if you have if you have that confidence and you can say, you know what, I can stand up and, and talk to a group. I volunteer to go rather than going, oh, my goodness, I hope the boss doesn't tell me I have to go speak in front of uh, industry or whatever. Um, I just think it would be great. So we've we got to find a way to get to those folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would enjoy that. Would be fun. Yeah, and I almost feel like um, that would be a, a great opportunity uh, for a master class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, you know we, we have kind of an entrance questionnaire where we understand you know why you're in the job you have, and you know maybe it's the job I was offered when I finished college that I could afford to move out of my parents' house with. Right. Right. And then that's a totally okay reason. And if you're still there in five years, either you came to like it or you see it as growth for the next thing. And then based on that. On that simple question, then we help 
our clients um, really develop a personal narrative that improves um, not just their career, but also their um, their value. Now, let's think, uh, well, actually, we're going to go to break, but I want to come back to this. When I come back, uh, I've got this thought about that <clears throat> as we brainstorm using the radio show as an opportunity to brainstorm about how we can do other cool stuff for clients. Anyway, and I'm losing my voice because of the cappuccino you gave me. The produce you created for me. I, I should not have it. put the ground glass in. Yeah, that's right. No, the ground glass. That's good because you get that voice. You, know, <laughs> you, get, you get the pipes. Well, everyone, you're listening to the brand ambassadors. Merritt is back with us, and um, and uh, we are gonna. We're talking about uh, uh, right now. We're talking about some of the media training or executive brand training we're doing. We've got lots of things to talk about over the next 45 minutes, and uh, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K. on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen, joined by the husky-voiced Gary Potterfield. I should have gotten water during the break, shouldn't I? 
Yeah, I'm okay. I, I kind of like it. You, you know, they I got it going on. Oh, I know. And the adjectives used for like uh, male narrators or male voiceovers, you know, it's butter, it's leather. I think you are Crisco on ultra suede. <laughs> well, thank, <laughs> thank you for that. Do people remember what Crisco is. Just... <clears throat> okay, your coconut oil on micro suede. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, coconut oil. I'll buy that. So what I was thinking, Merritt, by the way, and this is, uh, I'm just, so how do we do this? If we're trying to, when I was in the Navy, uh, when we were in the Navy, and the Navy was horrible about this, in my opinion. <clears throat> there, it's my voice again. You know, you'd go to a, you'd, you'd go to, to a command and you go, I need to, I need some, some additional training. I need, and, and they go, well, oh, you just got here. Uh, let's wait till you've been here a while and then we'll see about it. And then you've been there a year and a half and they go, you're leaving in a year. Why am I going to spend money on you? Right. So, or there's the, I think we're going to call that on the job training. <laughs> right. So, but you know, the air force was terrific about it. In order to promote, you had at, at the air, high air force level, you mm-hmm. had to get this training. But anyway, so if we're trying to get junior people in organizations to come get uh, trained in, in this way, which I think is really valuable to them, uh, the challenge is how we get, is can we get an organization to say yeah I'm going to send my the, the, a, a forward thinking um, a leader mm-hmm. say I'm going to send my junior person mm-hmm. maybe we need to just kind of market directly to the uh, individual you know well and it, what that makes me think of when you're talking about in, in the Navy do you remember that whole um, trope a couple years ago about were you raised by cats or dogs in your job. Yeah, sort of. I think it's probably one of those things I would hit the delete button. Right. Well, well, we're cat people. You know, if, if you're raised by cats in the workplace, you know, it's pretty much go kill it. Um, I'm going to walk away from you now. I'm going to get really close to you. And you're going to be enthused. There's going to be an, an affection and then I'm going to cut you off or, right, right. or claw you. And then, of course, dogs. It's like, oh, you're great. You're the best thing ever. Oh, my gosh. I value you so much. You're the best thing that's ever happened to this organization. And uh, we're cat people. Well, <laughs> I have this, at, least, at least by by upbringing. I think this. I, I I think I have this reputation. I hope maybe I do, maybe I don't. But I've I've heard it enough times now that I probably do. Is that it's like uh, I'll come up with some thing, mm-hmm. and it's 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 really effective maybe, but it's kind of complicated and no one really knows it like I know it. Like digital signage. And then I leave. <laughs> and, and they come back and they go, yeah, we had no idea what the hell you were doing. We had to scrap that. We didn't even know how you did it. It's like, that's not good. That's, that's probably a cat thing. It wasn't like, you know, I try to be a team guy about that. But anyway. The feedback I get uh, from my um, military days and my early corporate days is fearless and or reckless. <laughs> that's something to be proud of. I kind of, I dig that one. Yeah. I, yeah, I kind of do. I just... Um, uh, and I, I, you know, I get this from my upbringing. Uh, I'm kind of type A plus. <laughs> <laughs> it's called A positive. Okay, we'll call it A positive. Well, that's the you look at the different uh, in in the military. You look at the different services and how they and mm-hmm. certainly Navy. Mm-hmm. Navy is more cat people than mm-hmm. is all overall. Oh God, yeah. Right. The, you know, you look at the Army. And I was think about this when when I was in uh, in broadcasting. And uh, oftentimes it was the army who was in charge of the organization I was in. Uh, and um, and I really liked that because of the fact that they would say, okay, this is, you know, they have a plan. They go, I was given, being a Navy guy, I was given freedom to be a Navy guy and do my thing. Mm-hmm. But the army folks in charge were like, you know, 
okay, we're going to, you know, we're going to give you this, we're going to budget you for this amount of money. We're going to give you this stuff. We're going to give you this equipment. It's all in the, it's, you know, it's, it's, we've got it planned out for five years and Navy would never do that. They go, that little tiny place over there in La Madalena, we're not going to give them anything. Get that money back and let's give it somewhere else. Well, yeah. And I mean, my, my experience um, as an officer, just about every place I went, um, you know, depending on the year, it was like, okay, here's, here's your phone. Here's your computer. Here's the facts. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, good. <laughs> good luck. That was it. <laughs> well, it's a good thing. Does that? Does he have the? Aaron doesn't have the. No, meat Aaron's, Aaron's. Aaron's okay. I, I know we're okay. So merit be in merit. I went you there. You went there. Um, of course, no one would have thought of it had I not brought up, you know, brought attention to it. Yeah. Um. um well, now you see. And my, my mother's off. not up yet. Yeah. So she's not. <laughs> so. Um, Wherever the heck we were then, I don't remember anymore. Oh, we're talking talking about getting, you know, upwardly mobile folks, um, been in the workplace a few years, want to hone their skills and figure out. And I think what we're talking about is we're going to help them um, identify their value proposition to wherever they work and really hone that into a personal narrative that um, uh, adds value to the organization and highlights their role as um uh, a highly desired uh, colleague, employee, upwardly mobile candidate. What I think. I so think, what are we going to call it? I th- exactly that. We have to get down to like you know six point type, but we'll call it whatever the hell that you, you just said. You know what? Said. I bet there's a word for it in German. There probably is, <laughs> and it's not Schadenfreude, but it, um, the uh, uh, well, see now you made me forget it again. Oh, I know what it was. Another interesting thing is the most of the people we dealt with this week uh, were introverts mm-hmm. you say you're an introvert i say i'm an introvert and i think we both are mm-hmm. it, but it's it's interesting how people don't necessarily perceive us as who we really are right you know right but so i think it's um it's amazing the number of introverts that there are in the world but it's a, what i think is cool is to be able to say it's okay it's okay it doesn't mean to say oh i'm an introvert therefore you know i mm-hmm. can't do x y or z oh yes you can mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I th- that's what I really enjoyed to see happen. And what I also um, uh, think is interesting is um, one t- uh, a couple of our, our of our, our trainees were very much what I call pleasers, and I tend to be a pleaser. I want people to feel feel okay mm. about things. And for me, the hardest thing is getting a question, answering it, hearing silence, and shutting up. And everyone, this is this is a trick. If you're taking questions and answers in a public forum and the person who asks you the question still looks at you after you answer their question, don't say anything. Shut up. You're done. That is indeed really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have the same problem. Um, so it takes discipline to learn. And, that's a, and that is the trick used by the other side, by the reporter. Mm-hmm. They know mm-hmm. just what to do. Mm-hmm. Ask the question and shut up. Mm-hmm. The other trick, which you use in uh, media training, which I use in media training, I learned from a producer, um, uh, and it's that subjects, interview subjects, mimic the behavior of the interviewer, so that if the interviewer decides to, um, what the, so that what he would do as an, as, a, as an interviewer is he would speak softly. He would speak like this. And so the person on the other end, the, the interviewee, who otherwise would be, you know, nervous and would they would speak softly too. And so when the, when you got it on camera, 
it looked like they were really because the, the mic picks up everything. Mm-hmm. It sounded, it looked and felt like they were really thinking through and giving really thoughtful answers because they they answered the oh, same I way. I love that. I haven't heard that one before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he and he would do two things. That's the first thing he would do. He'd speak softly when he asked questions, mm-hmm. and the other person would feel awkward not doing the same. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is he would sit. He wouldn't stand, mm-hmm. and he would just lean in like this. And the other person had the tendency to do, so you have this look on this person of being, you know, it's the 60 minutes, well, no, it's not the 60 minutes look, because that's kind of an abrasive look, but, you know, this, this look, it's the, it's the CBS Sunday morning look. Yes, 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 yes. And it's, I just love that. And uh, so that's a, that's yeah. I'm gonna. Oh, I def. I definitely want to incorporate that in uh, in future sessions. What I what I also found really interesting with um, this whole this whole effort this week is how much um, our our clients picked up on sharing energy uh, and making it a conversation, even if they're delivering a speech, trying to pull energy from the audience. Mm. And I know that sounds super hippy dippy but i am drinking you know herbal tea that's going to make me a better person so <laughs> i'm really embracing this this inner self thing but you can you can gauge the mood of an audience and even though we might have only had three people sitting in as audience members for each uh, each speech you definitely got a um, a vibe and a sense, and I noticed a big difference uh, in the tra- in training if we sat there stone faced when they went through their first um, speech delivery. Very different than if we did smile right. and oh, nod and thumbs up. Yeah, and and so you know that, that energy that energy matters, and finding finding that vibe and that mood in the audience, and. Uh, either turning it on, turning it to your side, or keeping it going is well, or 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 initiate finding a yeah. way to initiate that energy. Because yeah. I think you know the audience members, um, they feel they would feel awkward. An individual person sitting there starting to clap or laugh because mm-hmm. we mimic the behavior of those around us, mm-hmm. so they wouldn't do that. So it's a, so if you another trick for the speaker is to mm-hmm. to break the ice. We talked mm-hmm. about the, literally those terms yesterday about right. breaking the ice. If you can break the ice, then it's like. The audience feels comfortable and warm. You feel warmer, and suddenly that tension you have and that fear—I mean, it's quite literally fear. Again, and again, in my case, early on, it was fear, uh, and it really pissed me off because I didn't want to. I—it was one of those like I know I could be really good at this if mm-hmm. I could just get through this stupid fear, mm-hmm. you know. And once you can break through that, and that's the other thing—it's—it's it's like in anything in life is that you don't believe, you don't believe until you do it, and once you do it, that's your new base. Oh, I believe now, you know, I used to be, I can't do this because, but oh, I did it one time. Oh, okay. Then, then that's my new base. Now I can be, now do I dare be really good at it? How about that? You know? So yeah, I think uh, getting back to the young, we should get the younger, you know, the, uh-huh. the earlier, earlier folks in their careers to sit there and go, you need something, you know, just imagine where you would be uh-huh. if you felt comfortable engaging with your senior with leadership engaging with industry and engaging with others and being you know being a communicator and there are some definitely some generational things and i don't mean i'm talking about pure age not whether you're millennial or gen x or baby not that but i think it takes it takes a while in the workplace to have the confidence to not know something or to say you don't know something Mm. i think that that's a huge one it's a huge to me maturity leap to ask for help Right. Oh, yeah. You, you, yeah. People, you, you want to fake it. I have a problem with that, too, sometimes saying I don't want to ask because I want to f- I'm supposed to know this. Right. Oops. I'm supposed to know this. Right. 
No. That's one of the nice things I think about our, our, our little organization of Vox, and we have to go to break now, but is the fact that uh, you, know, you put somebody in a job, let's say they're a full-time person on site at some uh, government site mm-hmm. and, and they're feeling alone. They've got all, they've got, they have the ability to call any of us. They can call you, mm-hmm. you know, they can call me, they can talk to anybody and, and we're there to help. And it's, it, I think that's of course a- they probably never heard that until now. <laughs> I tell them, but no, here's, you know what? I always, I always talk about this when we, when we're, when we're uh, interviewing people, I always bring this up. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, then I drop mm-hmm. it like a hot potato once they hire, we hire them. So no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Everybody you're listening oh. to the brand ambassador. We got to go to break, Mary. Yeah, I know. You take we us. Got, you we, got bill, we got bills started. to pay. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, this is the brand ambassadors, Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield, and uh, we'll be back in just a couple minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program 
Welcome back to The Brand Ambassadors. I am Gary Potterfield along with Merritt Hamilton Allen. And for the first half of the show, we talked about, we were talking about uh, the executive brand training uh, for the most part uh, that we've been doing this week and we're going to continue doing for some time with uh, one particular client. And one final thing I want to say before we move on to another topic, Merritt, and that is the fact that um, it isn't a bunch of uh, hippy dippy stuff. You use the phrase you used earlier. Mm-hmm. It is we we cut through the BS. I mean, we're not. It's not a lot. Of the you know one of the uh, things I really liked about Navy training, and military training, is the fact that they didn't have time, like in journalism training, you didn't have time to go through a four year a four year program. It was a twelve week program. You know, it's like we're getting rid of all the fat. It's A to B. So mm-hmm. when we're talking with these folks in executive brand training. All that mamby pamby nicety. It, no, it's just here's no kidding, real stuff that works. And we customize on the spot. Yeah, we absolutely. Yeah. Because no two people deliver things the same, so they shouldn't get the same uh, right. uh, training for speech yeah. and speech communication media. And they're all interrelated. And that's and that's how we came to it. Yeah. Is we were um, uh, uh, doing media training in Poland for NATO, and we were just so appalled by the curriculum. Right. That applied to almost no one in the training audience. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it is crazy. Yeah, everyone's tra- everyone's different. Um, so uh, we, we could talk forever about that, but we'll move on. Um, as you know, uh, today, uh, after the show, um, I'll be heading over to our friends at Access Intelligence because uh, we've been excited to work with the partner with them and, and helping them produce a produce a show. Um, a show? Yeah, let's put on. Hey guys, let's put on a show. Hey gang, <laughs> let's put on a show. I want to see John Robinson do that. In <laughs> <laughs> Bermuda shorts. Well, you know what? <laughs> With thin, I'm thinking now that I'm thinking about it, I think it'd be cool. I did too. We'll, we'll cut cut a promo. Uh huh. And he said, hey, gang. Let's put on a show. Let's put on a show. Oh, my God. If you could do that today, that would be so <laughs> awesome. Anyway, the show's called The Bullpen. And I love it because it's it's such a new way of looking at media. I mean, uh, the defense industry certainly has its own trade media. And Defense Daily has been a leader for, you know, decades. I mean, they're, it's, right. to me... It's like the Investor's Business Daily, Financial Times, Wall Street Journal of the defense industry. Mm. And what uh, we're doing, what your vision was, is an inside baseball look at the reporters and what they reported on and their perceptions and kind of what what they thought they got out of the interviews they did that week. And, I mean, it's basically TMZ. Right. Well, I mean, with with, – Less um, cleavage. It's t- Actually, yeah. there's no cleavage. No, there, it, it's devoid. Sadly, it's devoid of cleavage. Um, That's the defense industry. <laughs> but it's, uh, but yeah. So it it, it is that. Um, it, it's it's it is TMZ ish, uh, I guess. And it's also uh, with a little bit of um, uh, VH1 uh, pop up videos thrown in. Um, but it is cool to and to see the the reporters. And the editor, uh, you know, stand around, sit around, and talk about what went on, and um, and just get get a little bit the feeling of what's what they're seeing. And it's funny too. There, you know, there are funny bits about it. And uh, you know, for them just to relax, you know, you know, that's the way things go in a real editorial meeting. Mm-hmm. But so, how can we capture that 
That was the thought. How do we mm-hmm. capture that with that and, and let them say it's okay? You don't have to be politically correct, you know. And they're I'm it's refreshing just how I wouldn't say that they're they're not being you know bad or anything, but they're just they're letting their hair down and they're saying what they really think well, they're, about. They're things. being authentic. Yeah. I mean, uh, what's with that? Yeah, and it's, you know, one thing I love is um, I think in in the first uh, in the first pilot, the um, one of the reporters talks about a speech given by the director of naval reactors. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of ties exactly with our presentation training where he says, yeah, what I remember, he started about growing up on a Navy base and eating Fruit Loops for breakfast. Right. And then goes on and... He actually talked about selling Fruit Loops. Yes. That's what he was doing. Yes. That's right. A little entrepreneur there. Yes. Getting, yes. getting, getting boxes of Fruit Loops to the commissary and trying to sell them. And his dad was the was the commander of the base. <laughs> Got it. Got it. But, but you know, still you know, having that, you know, he's not going to write about that story for, for publication right. in a professional trade journal, but he can tell the story and it's good feedback. It humanizes the the speaker, the admiral. It also shows that reporters listen. And then I also liked enough, enough I think it was the same reporter talked about, you know, he, he didn't think it was going to go anywhere. He sent an email to a congressional uh, military liaison uh, staffer. And wound up, as he said, I got six paragraphs of material just by sending an email. I was so great. Right. And I love what that does for, um, you know, the folks who are getting interview requests to understand, no, you're helping me do my job. I had a deadline. I got six paragraphs. Right, I thought I was going to have to keep digging and digging, and thank you so much. I mean – in the last, it was the not the last one, the one before the last one uh, that we did. They uh, there was one about uh, you know some some general who's leaving uh, his command, retiring, whatever, and and someone said, oh, "I'm going to miss him," and the other person said, "I'm going to miss his hair. He had the, <laughs> he, had the be- he had the best hair." <laughs> You know, these are the things you're not going mm-hmm. to you are not going to see in 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 uh, in print. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so yeah, so it's a it's a it's a blast to do it. It's um, it, we continue to refine it, and mm-hmm. uh, and we're looking forward to the point when it's going to be a regular weekly event. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the moment, we're still kind of in the sort of trial phase. They're putting them up. Uh, they're they're uh, developing a, a YouTube channel to put the, them on on the outside on the a- mm-hmm. outside the paywall, as they mm-hmm. call it. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be. Well, I think it's going to be a hit. Yeah, well, and, there's, and then we're going to do a teaser show. Yeah, yeah. So the, it. Um, on Monday, you'll see a teaser show that kind of shows what's upcoming for the week. That's the idea. That's the plan. I think it's going to be. A, it's going to be. A, it's going to just like we do with our training. We're going to find out what works, what doesn't work, what's you know what's flying. What is you know is there a prescribed length of the show where you just do it until you're done? And I kind of think initially, since it's not like on a network, um, that's kind of the way it's going to be. It's going to be like, all right, this time we had ten minutes of uh, stuff to talk about. We're done. Next time we had uh, you know we may have thirty minutes. Whatever whatever the whatever uh, does. Uh, works will do and uh, i think john robinson as the as the editor who is the editor x as the host of the show um uh he's got that great dry humor that uh, that is important you know to go along with it well and uh i to me if um you are a person who buys advertising for the defense industry and you'd like to see uh your corporation's name um heavily uh uh, promoted in the opening credits and at, at the end, i.e. sponsorship, you can send an email to Tom Williams at tawilliams at accessintel.com. Way to go, And Mary. he will tell you how you can sponsor the bullpen. That's that, Way to go. 
Because at the moment, it's it's not self-sponsored. It's Vox-sponsored. Yeah, we're sponsoring it. Yeah. Like in the old radio radio days, mm-hmm. back in the old uh, old time radio days, they'd they'd have some shows that were like uh, mm-hmm. that were just run you know, sponsored by mm-hmm. the network itself. That's kind of where we are until <laughs> in, until until uh, um, what was it? some kind of cream root oil would would so and so's cream root oil sponsors. Yeah. Well, it's um, you know digital advertising. I I think is uh, so important because it gives you so much flexibility and it gives you real time results. And I think this is this is going to be a show that the people uh, defense contractors want to reach are going to watch because it's so unique because it's a disruptor. Um, and, and you know and access intelligence. I mean, sure they're they're doing this to inform and educate, but they're also they're they're a for profit, and so right. they're going to drive revenue for this. So how, how dare they help access intelligence get some revenue? Um, email Tom Williams today. That's T A Williams <laughs> at accessintel.com for the low low price. Right. <laughs> Uh, and w- once you start seeing the, uh, I think once you see the show, uh, see see promos for the show, see little uh, uh, telescoped versions of it, uh, you'll get the feel for uh, for what it's about. But yeah, we're still working with them this uh, this week to get the um, uh, the YouTube channel part of it done. And uh, yeah, so we're going to go shoot uh, this afternoon, two o'clock. We got to we got to shoot, and, they, and they've got lots to. I think they're really getting excited and rolling their sleeves up because they're like, okay, we have a state of the union to talk about. They've got some stuff to talk about this week, mm-hmm. you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. So when a, when a major trade show or or symposium uh, takes place, they've got lots to talk about. They always have things going on. I mean, because the the, the industry is so vast, and it's not just uh, purely defense, because they also have uh, you know they, they they do a lot of stuff in aviation, including commercial aviation. Uh, the big into the helicopter stuff, and uh, uh, so because they've got guys because. I had not realized until we started working with them, Merritt, just um, how much they got going on at Access Intelligence. I mean, they, they, they're they covering, I mean, well, they're, they're covering, obviously, defense. They're covering satellite space, uh, commercial aviation, including helicopters. They're covering, uh, I think, uh, the, the nuclear industry. Yes. They're covering. Um, the satellite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I think medical. I think I think they're, they're everything. Yeah. yeah. The sector we're focused on is their satellite, uh, Rotor and Wing International Magazine, mm. um, Avionics International, Defense Daily Network, uh, Weapons Complex Monitor, Nuclear Security and Deterrence Monitor, Homeland Security Report. Um they have a lot of, of really, really uh, important, uh, in, informative, accurate, in-depth content. And now you're going to get to see the reporters as real people. Yeah. They're real folks. And they're, they are. They, they Actually, they're really embracing it, too. They, uh-huh. I think they're having fun with it, um, the opportunity to do stuff. So, And uh, we certainly had a good time uh, when we did the training for them, how to do, uh, like, you know, smartphone journalism, too. So yeah. a lot of good stuff. I hope um, one of these days when you're taping, I'm in town because I, I would just like to stop in. I, Frank Wolf remains one of my favorite correspondents from my active duty uh, days, and that's 20 years ago. And he looks he looks the same. I don't know. He has a portrait in his attic or something, mm. and um, also still hilarious. So yeah. I, I'd be eager to see Frank again. That was, they talked about the fact he just got married the other day, and the fact they likes to stay in the um, what, what hotel? travel lodge. The travel. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, there we are. All right. And uh, thanks for the cue, Gary. I just remembered me. Uh, re- remembered me? Dismembered I, me. He reminded me that I got to take us to break. So uh, give us uh, give us a ring 
at brandonpastorjoseph.com. We're going to be right back. Pick up the blower. Pick up the blower and give us a ring. All right. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I am Gary Potterfield along with Merritt Hamilton Allen. And um, this this last segment, we're talking about the uh, 
the bullpen show that we're so excited to do with our friends at Access Intelligence. And, uh, and uh, yeah, we're shooting another episode this afternoon and, uh, and uh, look forward to the point when they're sponsored and we're putting them out weekly. And that's a, a lot of fun. Earlier, we talked about uh, some, of the, some of the training. I've, I've been thinking about the fact that, uh, we, you know, we used to see you um, usually, it averaged about one week a month, three mm-hmm. days a month or mm-hmm. something like that. And now you're like jet setting pretty much constantly now. And um, I think about business today, and uh, we're you know we, we kind of set ourselves up in kind of a virtual environment mm-hmm. at 14 years ago. Uh, but just because you're virtual doesn't mean you don't have to jet set across the country. Yeah, at some point you still have to show up. <laughs> yeah, and you're doing showing a lot, up is a big deal. You're doing a lot of showing up. <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna you're just gonna miss the coffee Couldn't and demand just, next that's week. That's right. That's right. Well, well, there's a couple things. There's the good thing that I get the coffee on demand. That's I appreciate that very much. Um, and there, and we're incentivized to make the place look nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to get a dishwasher, the, damn it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's Merritt's thing. She's like, we need to. I think we need a drawer dishwasher here. Uh, we really do. And I said, uh, you know, we haven't finished wiring the building yet. We're okay. Fine. Well, I won't go to Lowe's. We'll wire that. We'll wire the office. Fine. It's mostly wired. At least, you know, you can tell it's wired mm-hmm. because we got wires everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. They're just, just not, not they're just not all connected. They're, to not they're not all connected to anything. But that's kind of cool, folks. We we uh, yeah. We, it is. Uh, we've tried to set up our conference room, training room, in in the coolest fashion that it can be a conference room. It can be a training room. It can be live streamed. We can have cocktail parties in there. And we can do that. We have. We should have a cocktail breakfast here, right? <laughs> mimosas. <best> idea. <laughs> mimosas. It, this is the mimosas mimos- with merit. <laughs> That's right. Well, remember, we're, you know, remember the problem we had when we did the beer episode. Right. The beer episode, and then they were promoting it during a, a like kid on the kids network or something. Right. 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 <laughs> Not good. Actually, and the, but I'm now remembering pre-gaming a retirement with you with Bloody Marys. Well, that, yeah, and then we both took a nap in your car. <laughs> a nap, the a nap is a nice way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone was snoring. I didn't see drool. We were we were just you know taking a moment to relax so that um, we could keep up with the people under thirty in the company. That's right. <laughs> it, it, the, the, it was not a great plan because yeah, the plan was okay. We'll stop off at so and so Brittany's place. Was it? No, where are we? We started. No, we started in my room in the Wyndham. Oh, we start. Yeah, we'll start in your room in the Wyndham, and we'll and we'll, we have we'll we have Bloody Marys. Yes. Retirement, which also had a bar. Yeah. Then we yeah. went to um, Brittany Lowry's, and she cocktailed yeah. us. <laughs> and somehow I got to the airport, and I'm trying. I'm like doing that, an OJ sprint. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. That was. We, we should forget. Yeah. That. See that. See that. Anyhow, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that that's the you think about life and what what uh, it's not the it's not when things go right you know I always think my thought my view on life here is it, it's great when things go wrong because they pay dividends the mistakes in your life they pay dividends you can laugh about them for the rest of the memories you can laugh about forever you know no one's going to go oh remember that time when we had that training and everything went perfectly well and everyone was happy and never, there was no problems yeah yeah i don't even remember it <laughs> but instead remember that time when it, when we you know mm-hmm. pulled it together at the last minute and we so you know when you can laugh about it so that's what life's made of failure so yeah fail fail everybody so and embrace can, it and so you can enjoy it for the rest of your life What's the phrase, embrace the suck? 
Okay. That's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> My favorite is is the is the slogan of we suck less. Right. No matter who you are. Right. Yeah. Well, we we never suck as much <laughs> as the other guy. Um okay. So I've given you I've given you I've, that's, all, yeah, that's it. you're out of material. You're out of material. Uh, well, you know, I was, I was just thinking as we we're talking about uh bringing in up and coming uh uh, employees, and I really think that's what our master class is for. That's how you really master the art of the personal narrative, and that's something uh, we're offering monthly. Uh, our schedule's in, in limbo right now because we've got this 15 weeks we've got to finish before June, so we've got to make sure we've got the training space, but it's an eight-hour course, and it's all uh, focused. We keep it small. We can't have more than eight people so that we can really individualize uh, messages for each person, and uh Everyone comes away, I think, with a very specific, uh, customized uh, plan roadmap ahead for how they're going to tell their personal story. What I also like is by uh, if we were to set aside um, and do a masterclass um, millennial and a masterclass what, and I think I think sometimes it's really nice to network and spend eight hours with seven people you don't know, but are about your age and mm-hmm. same level. And I think, I think it'd be some good networking is as, because we tend to have our students collaborate with each other on messaging. Right. And I think that type of peer review would also be really helpful. I've got, so what I call it masterclass millennial. <clears throat> well, I like it. And you've given me an idea for uh, marketing, but it's such a good idea that I'm not going to share it on the radio show. I'm going to wait till we're off. Wow. That's a yeah. teaser. Yeah. I like doing that. Wow. What a teaser. You like what I did that. You like, I, I, I'm thinking about like in the, in the, in the, um, the speech part of uh, the training, the speech and presentation part of the training we did is that, uh, saying that the next slide is going to be like, you know, make you make your life, uh, you know, better and all that kind of stuff. Like going to be the best thing ever. I love doing that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, when you make a tease that, uh, and the, you know, that may or may not win at work, but, Anyway, that, that's my tease. Okay. Wow. Amazing new nar- uh, narketing? Yeah, n- n- yeah narketing. <laughs> n- that's right. It's a new way to, a new way to sell out your buddies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, narketing 101. <laughs> that's great. I love it. <laughs> Resistance is futile. You will be backstabbed. <laughs> Uh, got, remember that, that folks. That's a great line. <laughs> we marketing. Never, nar- I know. <laughs> marketing. No, I was trying to say is stay tuned because marketing revolution from Gary Potterfield <clears throat> to come. I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah. You're going to be. I can just tell you amazed. that I can just say there are people that we know mm-hmm. that aren't going to like it. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Uh, but I do love the. Um, I also I'm I'm still thinking that could just be um, a really funny show that we did. We do. Narketing one hundred and one. <laughs> Maybe we should do that for next week's brand ambassadors. <laughs> narketing that, that for, one has legs. Narketing for dummies. <laughs> that one's got legs. <laughs> How are we doing on time? It's, you need to get us the heck out of here. Okay, because you know the clock. The clock's behind me. Yeah. And you're not giving me any signals, no. so. Uh, I just want to remember, remind everyone in the defense industry listening, make sure you email Tom Williams at Access Intelligence, T.A. Williams at AccessIntel.com, uh, and talk to him about sponsoring the bullpen, our disruptor, awesome, authentic show that we're going to be putting together with Access Intelligence and Defense Daily. And that is all the time we have. I got us up to the clock for Gary Potterfield and Merritt Hamilton Allen. Let's talk marketing. Hey. 
Thank you for tuning in this week to the Brand Ambassadors. Please join Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield for another edition next Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.